You are now listening to Learn Life, hosted by Alan Patron. Surprise me, but can't magmatize me. Scanning while you're planning ways to sabotage me. I'll leave a froze like heroin in your nose. Knives a rock well, it ain't hard to tell. I decided to start the show off like that because I love samples. Because there's just so much genius in the ability to hear a song and then figure out a way to flip it and then create a song with its own identity. It's just really fucking beautiful to me. And if y'all can't tell by now, I love Black History Month. It's not only for the nostalgia factor, but for the respect and the admiration that we give to our predecessors, that we give to our idols, to give to our role models. But there's Black history being made in the present. And the people I've chosen to highlight in this episode, they're people that I'm a fan of, people that I've learned from, people that I'm happy for. And they're just genuinely good people who are making history in the present and they deserve their flowers today. And as a writer, I feel like it's my duty to tell the story of today so that our people of tomorrow know who they are and they know where they come from. Because you'll never dim your own light by sharing it with others. So there's really no need to ever be insecure about showing love. And that's what this episode is about. It's about showing love to the people I respect, the people I love, the people I learn from, admire. And like Issa Rae said, I'm rooting for everybody black. And while black is the future... This Black History Month edition of Learn Life is entitled Black is Present. Yo, Down For My Niggas should be the fucking official theme song of Black History Month. Don't argue with me either because I'm right. Speaking of right, there's a show on ABC based on Isaac Wright Jr.'s life. It's called For Life. Uh, 50 Cent executive produces it. And the first person getting their flowers plays Hassan on the show. And that person is Felonious Monk. Listen, I'm always a fan of people who come from the same type of environment as me, who come from the same type of background as me, you know, regardless if they quote unquote make it or not. But when I see a black man who has had a a sordid past and they change their life around to become who they're meant to become, it gives me a lot of personal pride because I know exactly what the fuck that feels like. Monk went from allegedly, I don't know the statute of limitations on his alleged behavior, but he went from the street to being on primetime network television every fucking week. His comedy speaks for itself. Now, he was the first comic I can remember going viral. We talk about all the vines and all the TikToks, tactics, whatever. I'm too old for that shit. And I love that these comedians have a lane and to express themselves and get to do their skits and do their thing. But stop it, B. That was like the first time I remember seeing a comic go viral. So we got to pay homage to the OG. Write plays, star in plays. Monk's been there. Write scripts. Monk does that. Appear on the nightly show. Monk did that. And here's the thing. Felonious Monk is just getting started. And something that I carry with me as a daily mantra, it stems from a conversation that I had with Monk in like 2016. He said something of the effect of you're not married to where you started. And I think about that all the time. So Monk. We appreciate you, we support you, and we're proud of you. What you need to go is to fuck with your boy. Man. a bird, what's the word? For you dog, it's the low. Selling me, bad is weed, but you walk up here in snow. I'm a goat, I'm a poor, me a rabbit out of hat. Yo, Project Pat is undefeated on the highway. 
just like I'm undefeated in the kitchen. But you want to hear something that's fucking crazy? For years, I did not know how to flip a pancake. And that always makes me laugh because I'd be thinking about how rappers be lying about eyeballing work, but they'd probably be making too much pasta every single time that they're in the kitchen. I don't know where I was going with that. The point of what I'm saying is that Angela Davis, a.k.a. the Kitchenista, she is the reason I learned how to cook food the way I've been cooking food. And I joke all the time with that clip from Martin, and it's Martin, Tommy, and Cole, and they're cooking Thanksgiving dinner. And <laughs> Cole asks Martin, yo, you've been taking lessons behind our back? And Martin starts fronting in line. Yeah, I don't like to brag about my cooking thing, but yeah, yeah, I cook, I cook. <laughs> But the lessons that I've actually learned in the kitchen, they mostly came from watching Angela or, you know, reading her cookbooks. And this isn't about a woman's place being in a kitchen. That's far from that. A woman's place is wherever the fuck she says it is. This is about Angela's mastery of cooking and the precision in which she does everything. I just really need her to get on board with my chicken bacon agenda. Yes, Angela, chicken bacon is a thing. Please respect me. (laughs) But all jokes aside. Thank you for allowing me to learn so much from you. You deserve every blessing you receive. And we honor you this Black History Month. I can't wait to see you with your own show. Just please make sure I get my own segment. I see you looking with your looking ass. Catch snowman in the kitchen with his cooking ass. Kazim Famayude. That's my fucking guy. I tell him this all the time in private, so it's only right that I say it out loud for the world to hear. Your work ethic is fucking inspiring. You know, I know people may joke and be like, you got 14 job, man, (laughs) like the In Living Color skit. But that's the desire for greatness in you. Like I dedicated a Black History Month episode to Ahmad Rashad. And that's who I see when I see Kaz. Like the brother is just genuinely having fun working his dream jobs. And it's really fucking dope to see. Like we talk about Black Lives Matter and obviously they do. But the point that we seem to miss all the time is the lives part. Like we matter while we're here, not just as a hashtag after the fact. So seeing another black man enjoying his life and enjoying himself is very selfishly fulfilling to me. And I've actually been to a Knicks game with Kaz. It was the game that Amari threatened me with his finger guns. But that's another story for another day. The point I'm trying to make is I've sat in an MSG with this man and now he can be seen on MSG, MSG AM and then MSG PM after Nick broadcast and watching a game and hearing fucking Walt Clyde Frazier say his name and being able to say, yeah, I know him. That's one of the flyest things in the world to me. Like, you know, I probably got to play it off like it's no big deal. Like, yeah, yeah, I know that nigga word, but it is a big deal. Kaz once said something that I couldn't agree with more. He said, if you aren't trying to be the best or surround yourself with the best, again, I ask, what are you doing? And that right there speaks volumes to me because, you know, I'm the most competitive person you'll ever meet. And I used to struggle with, you know, whether or not that's a bad thing. But it's a great thing, like be the best or get the fuck out the way. And words always hit different when it's from somebody who looks like you and somebody that you respect. So Kaz, we see you, we celebrate you, we're rooting for you, and you are black history in the present. And I know I probably shouldn't quote a white man during Black History Month, but like HBK would say, now hit the music. I'm a huge advocate of therapy. You know, whatever form of it works for you, do that. And listen, it may not work for you. So go with whatever puts you in your happy place. And I love the fact that I'm seeing a lot of black therapists, a lot of black psychologists, counselors, whatever the title. I love it because it gives our people someone to trust with our healing. And I want to celebrate Brittany H. Brady. 
she does these beautiful meditations and they set the tone for everyone's day and she genuinely cares about all black people but the love and the empathy that she has for black women black girls black children it's fucking beautiful she's an educator she's a healer she's a source of helping us get out of our own fucking way and i celebrate her and her authenticness during this black history month There are a few other people I would like to mention right now. And please, for God's sake, don't feel away if I don't mention you. I love you all the same. Theo, one of the greatest photographers you'll ever see. I can't wait for you to understand your greatness and for you to see what I see in you. Joe, Scott, the Barber's Chair Network. I love you guys. Larry Legend, the next big fucking comedian out of Chicago. Shanae. The founder of Ivy's Tea Company. Let me tell you something. Shark Tank couldn't fucking hold you. I can't wait to see what you do next. James Hollis. I feel like you have one of the greatest minds for basketball. Uh, you belong on TV every single day. And I'll do anything in my power to see that happen. Chris, a.k.a. Shooter Jones, a.k.a. Lloyd Banks face. <laughs> you have an eye for photography. Uh, your eye has grown so fucking much over the last few years. You're amazing. I know it's town business. I don't know if I said that right. Don't hold it against me. Haitian Jeff Johnson, of course. Anything you touch turns into fucking gold because you're a genius. And you have a real passion for this. I mean, you look like a villain in every Tyler Perry movie, but I won't hold that against you. Darren Sanders, you know, you're one of the most talented brothers that I've ever come across. And I can't wait to see you walk across whatever stage you want and collect all your fucking trophies. Nina Parker, that's family. But you're a fucking superstar. I look up to you. I'm not afraid to say it out loud. I know the work that you put into what you do. And I see you having fun. And that makes me really fucking happy. Shit, my damn self. I'm proud of myself. Photography, whatever. Nine books, five of them on Amazon bestsellers list. I ain't bragging to simply the truth. My next book is a New York Times bestseller, I swear. But the type of person I become and the type of person I continue to grow into, I'm fucking proud of myself. And honestly, everybody that listens to this podcast, everybody that reads my work, shares my work, you know, I'm very, I'll do it myself, but I'm never here alone. And that's because of y'all. I feel y'all support. I love y'all motherfuckers because y'all my motherfuckers. And I'm one of y'all always know that. And of course, last but not least, the person making history, my idol, the highest title, numero uno, the goat, the God MC, Hove. He said it in his first song. He told the world exactly what the fuck he was going to do. And then he did it. And not only did he do it, he surpassed it. You know, I love that. I know I'm one of the millions that can probably say this about your music, but your music saved my fucking life. You know, seeing you look like me, talk like me, walk like me, dress like me and do what the fuck you do. You let me know everything that I feel, everything that I need in this world is fucking possible. And I love you for that always. Anyway, that's my time. I hope Black History Month has treated all of you fucking beautifully. Let's keep this energy for each other, with each other all year, all life. Like I said, I love y'all. Subscribe, rate, and review all that fucking nonsense. And please remember, the light at the end of the tunnel is your own reflection. And I'll see you on the other side. And you think that I miss hanging with the boys. Chasing after every girl I see. You ain't having it good.
me either. Let's get together and make this whole world believe us, huh? At my arraignment, screaming, all us blacks got is sports and entertainment. Until we even, leaving, as long as I'm breathing, can't knock the way a nigga eating. Fuck you, Eve.